0: Welcome to Inside the Tunnel, brought to you by VT Scoop, 24/7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex, joined by two gentlemen today. First and foremost, Evan Watkins, joining us from the comfort of his own home. Evan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. I'm doing well. And our special guest today, from the same beautiful city that I currently call home, Charlotte, North Carolina's own Quentin Reddish. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Hey, we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. So I want to get things started here with just a little bit of an intro of you as a player. Right? You know, you're a defensive back. We know that's what Virginia Tech is famous for in terms of churning guys out to the next level, some legends at the collegiate level. You know, as a DB, what kind of role do you envision yourself playing in Blacksburg? Tell us about kind of your journey your experiences and kind of who you look to model your game after all
1: right so um when I went up to Blacksburg we actually had a slideshow presentation of what my um, future that would look like so um you know getting there I plan on early graduate or earlier enrolling um hopefully ended up like repping with the twos and the threes first year maybe maybe if I'm like if I'm ready that's what he talked about like playing when you're ready and um you know, Virginia Tech, like, spits out great DBs year after year after year after year, and it'd be great to be a part of it.
2: Quinn, going into your recruitment, uh, it looked, you know, early there were a couple schools that kind of looked like they were trending a little bit for you, Virginia Tech at one point, NC State uh, especially at one point. What were, what were you looking for early on in the process before you really got to that official and made that commitment to Virginia Tech?
1: I mean, I was really looking for, like, who's recruiting me the hardest, honestly, and I just... um ended up finding out Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, actually, their whole staff would reach out at the same time, really around the same periods at the time, like really, um, at least once a week, they were um, constantly reaching out and, you know, just to deal with the official. So they were,
2: like, I think I saw, I think I saw earlier today, they were your 20th offer, right? Something like that. Yeah, 20. Who was your first?
1: Uh, Missouri. Missouri
2: okay so you went from you you got Missouri when did you get that how
1: what grade were you in uh, I was a uh, rising junior so it was the spring of my sophomore year okay so let's start there
2: how how did that feel getting that first offer from a big you know that's a that's a power five school how'd that feel for you
1: oh yeah it felt great honestly at the time I really wasn't really I wasn't looking for offers I was just looking at like how to better myself because you know I was really really young I wasn't really thinking about too much about college recruitment I thought I was just gonna come naturally and it really did um just shows off like hard work really does work i mean it was just a great feeling
2: so when you got that did did it come out of the blue did you visit them did they come check you out at spring evals kind of how'd that process go for with for that first one
1: uh for the first one actually uh coach smith i believe the linebackers coach there he came down to a spring practice um and then i think he came back a few days later and then he offered me. I, I didn't. I didn't expect it because I didn't see him at the spring practice. So I mean, you know, just just really working whenever you don't know who's watching. So it really, really shows out there. How many offers did you end up with? Before uh, I believe twenty five or twenty six.
2: Okay. How crazy is it going from your first one to 25, 26? I mean, you're, that's a lot of offers for for a, for a high schooler.
1: I mean, it was really crazy because actually I only had um, two offers going into my junior year. Really, they all started coming in spring, so it was like kind of crazy. I was getting offers every day, like you know, one coming in and every day. It was just crazy. So I mean, I mean, I'm proud of myself, proud of what I'm producing, and just continuing to be great. So
2: then going into it, you had a couple officials set this summer. I know Virginia Tech was set early, and then you had NC State. You had talked about East Carolina. Was there another one? Uh, nah. No, just those three. Okay, so you're going into into the officials. Um, you know what? What was it about Virginia Tech you wanted to take that one first, or was that just kind of how it was, how it fell on your schedule?
1: I mean, honestly, it was really just fate because, <laughs> like, I I tried to work around my other officials that I had set up, which was staying uh, in C- ECU. Um, so that was really the only one I could get in. It just happened to be the first day.
2: So going into it. Did you have any plans, any idea that you were gonna walk out of Blacksburg committed?
1: Nah, not at all. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, really. I was thinking about it. I was like, man, this might be the one because you know it was, it was obviously on my top three. I, I was really really interested in it, but I was really planning on taking my officials and being patient. But like, really, it just sealed the deal.
2: So all right, let's walk through that official. Obviously, every school does official visits differently, and and you only ended up taking that Virginia Tech one, so you might not have others to compare to, but. What what was the kind of the defining moment for you on that official visit?
1: I mean, honestly, the slideshow, the slideshow was really crazy. It really like, it really had me shocked because I didn't think that anybody would really just spend that much time into each recruit that they have to make a slideshow. Their four years, there, their brand, their um, NIL, you know, just their social media, everything is just really crazy just to step back and look at it. And I mean, it was more to that. It was obviously the staff, you know, great staff. And it was a lot of the players, too. Um, I spent most of my time with the players, um, got a feel for the players, like went back to the dorms, did all that. So, I mean, it was just great.
0: So, you know, you're getting these offers, big power five schools. Kind of like you mentioned, it starts and then maybe it gets a little bit overwhelming and eventually you get to the point where you're like, okay, I got to narrow this down. I got to pick a top three. I got to really set my priorities. What were those priorities? What were you looking for? In an institution to go play football at, like, what were the factors at play, and then what specifically about Virginia Tech really aligned with those things that you were looking for?
1: Um, so my the school, the reason why I picked the top three schools that I picked was um, because those three schools have been constantly, constantly recruiting me so hard. Like, they they've been talking to me for like, like a lot of prior time, and not only that, they're also close to where I live. Um, they're all in a three-hour three, three hour radius just because I want to see my um, – I want my family to come see me play. And, I mean, it's really unfortunate for the further schools that tapped on late, like, like Miami. Um, I wasn't really, like, too interested too interested in it, but, I mean, it's Miami. But um, I was really just looking for schools in, the, like, the three-hour radius, three-, four-hour radius, um, not too far from home, um, playing for a Power 5 program. You know, it's always great to play for a Power 5 program. And Virginia Tech, for me, the reason why I put those in my top three because of the staff. Um, I know some – I'm familiar with some of the players on the team, Um, and they really spit out, like, they spit out great DBs. Like, they produce great DBs in the history of Virginia Tech.
0: Well, I can tell you from experience here, the Blacksburg to Charlotte Drive, piece of cake. I do it, like, twice a month. Very, very easy. So, taking a look at, you know, the DB room, is there anyone that you specifically connected with on the current roster? And, and how was it like, you know, interacting with Coach Cheetah those first couple times? He's a charismatic dude. Anyone who lives in Blacksburg, whether they're affiliated with the football program or not, knows who he is and can tell you he's one of the great guys out there. What, what's it like been working with him throughout this recruiting process?
1: And it's been great. Uh, he's he got high energy. Really, everyone that's higher energy. you know, he's a really funny guy. Every time he took pictures, he was like, you gotta post this one, you know, this will blow you up. Everybody know me. You know, he's really funny, um, really energetic guy, passionate about the game. And um, I spent most of my time. My host was Mose Phillips. Uh he actually, I believe he's a rising, like just going into his freshman year. He early enrolled, um, he was my host on an official visit, to play safety, uh, about the same, same um measurables as me almost. Uh I was really spending most of my time with him.
2: Mose has gone 2 for 2. He got he hosted you, got you to commit and then the next week uh you know one of the guys he hosted committed. So what what's what's it like with him? You know, is he does he have a secret here or is it just kind of luck of the draw?
1: I mean, I think I don't know what he has, but like yeah, he's a cool dude. Like I mean, very transparent. I was asking questions about the staff, you know, like what cuz like the staff can always like um, show you what they want to show you, but it's really the players who have to deal with it uh, every single day. So, I mean, I was asking questions about that. Just asking what it's like to live in Blacksburg, you know, that's also where well, I'm going to be living for four years. So it's like good to know where you're going to be at.
2: So making that decision, um, did you do it Sunday in, in prize office? Did you do it at dinner Saturday night? I know they kind of do it a different way sometimes. When did you make that decision with them?
1: Well, actually, I, I talked to my parents about it after the first day. I said, like, because, like, I just, this a second, of, like, as soon as I stepped off and, like, after the first night, I was like, this is home. And I told my parents, I was like, hey, we need to call out the other officials. I think I'm, I'm ready to commit because I've always been, Um, I told them about, I didn't, this not very new to me, but, like, I was kind of hinting at it. Like, just lean, this is a school I've been, I've been leaning towards for, like, about, like, a couple months now. So they were like, all right, um, because we already talked about it. I, to my head coach, he loves the school. He loves the coaches when they come down to the school. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just about ready for it. And then we actually, I actually committed, uh, I believe it was Sunday, the meeting, I had a meeting with Coach Pry.
2: So, so walk me through that. How, how was that? Was it just you and Pry? Was it your whole family and the whole staff kind of, how was the environment and kind of how'd that go?
1: Um, it was me, my parents, Coach Pry, Coach Pilo, and Coach Marv.
2: So how, uh, you know, how did it go? Did they ask you, like, are you ready? Did you jump in and say, hey, I'm ready to join the, the squad? Like, how did it go?
1: Nah, actually, um, they were encouraging me to take my official visits uh, a while ago. And um, we were just, at first we were just talking about, like, how the official went. And I said it went great. And then he said, like, what do you stand as to where you want to, like, what's your timeline? And I said I was ready to come in now. Um, and we were just talking about, like, loyalty and, like, visiting other schools, you know. I'm not going to visit any other schools, I'm, you know, no coach is pulling me out of class to talk to me. You know, because um, our commitment a big word, and a lot of people take it for granted. So, um, I'm just big on loyalty.
2: A lot of recruits talk about talk about committing with pride in the room, I, and, and I understand that he's the head coach. But I've heard a lot about Marv being in there for defensive guys. How how is uh, Chris Marv for you? You know, how how's the DC?
1: Man, he's energetic. That man, yeah. He every time you see him, man, guy, about his voice, his voice about gone. He always, he always on 10. I love it. He very energetic, very transparent. Don't tell you what you did. Tell you what it is.
2: So when you sat down and you went over kind of their plans for you, was it with Marv? Was it with Pry? Was it with uh, Pearson or
1: Cheetah? Or, you know, was it all of them? How did that go? It was um, Coach Marv and Coach P. Like we were in a linebacker's room.
2: Gotcha. So they, they see you playing more as a, like a, like a, you said boundary safety, right?
1: Yeah. It was uh, free safety, yeah
2: free safety okay so how do you feel you know they've had some pretty big shoes to fill at the free safety position in the in historically how do you feel you can fit
1: into their system their scheme uh and carry on that legacy I mean personally think I I think I'm I'm great that's just my I help my I hold myself to a very high standard higher than pretty much anyone else um I beat myself about the little things you know I preach the little things I just try to be the best version of myself and I'm I'm not asking to be like a, a Cam Chancellor or a Sean Taylor or any, any one of the, like the, the best in the world. I'm just trying to be the better version of myself. And if it takes me there, it takes me there, which is good.
0: So, and that's exactly what we'd like to hear. Now, you do have one more high school season remaining, like you said, with the goal, hopefully, to be an early enrollee. So that means, realistically, roughly six months down the line, you'll be headed to blacksburg you'll be working with these guys between now and then right that's 6 months what are you doing specifically to improve your game to ready yourself to you know tighten up any aspects or loose ends that you feel like you could work on to really put yourself in the position to come in and make as big of an impact as you can on day 1
1: um what i do what i do personally i used to struggle um this past season about like really like being very, very like open field tackling, you know, I just, it's one of the hardest parts of the game, to be honest, you know, like, especially when you got guys that can really make you miss. So what I'm doing, what I did this off season, this spring, this summer, I just been drilling open field tackling and just like long shot, short shot, you know, um, just really getting it down. So uh, when it comes to that moment in the game, I don't, I don't miss.
2: So now committed to Virginia Tech, uh, have you been trying to recruit guys behind the scenes? Who are some guys you've been talking to?
1: Um, Chance Wiggins, um, uh Keenan, There was actually the two on of my official visit with me and um I forget his name. I think it's like I can't pronounce it. it's like Moritz, he's an old tackle.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big Schmo.
1: Yeah, Big Schmo, yeah.
2: Yeah, have they been uh they've been receptive to you?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Um I talked to them on official, uh they kind of broke it down what they were trying to do. They're trying to take their officials. I'm like, all right, cool, but you know what I'm saying, you know where home is. I be t- I be talking to them. I be in the comment section. You know what I'm saying? Just just teasing a little bit. When I see them post another school, I'm like, bro, come on, man.
2: Are you gonna go all off uh, Facebook or all Twitter live and everything with like uh, like Gabe does, trying to get the <laughs> whole world to Blacksburg?
1: Man, I be seeing those all the time. I love it, but I mean, you know, I'm not. I can't do all that now. Now he be he be on Facetime with every. I didn't even know half the players that he be on Facetime with. I was like, oh my gosh, who is this? I'm like, all right, let me tag along. You know, he's he's doing a great job. I mean, I love it. Every time I open my uh, every time I open my Twitter, I see it. So I'm like, yo, he's doing a great job. Absolutely.
0: So, as a player, right? You know, we talk about Cam Chancellor, or is there anyone that you you've modeled your game after? You know, over the years, is there a player at least that yeah. fans could most relate to as you kind of see yourself, at least the best version of yourself?
1: I tell this to everybody all the time, I say I want to be better than Sean Taylor out of college. That's my- you Better You better take out somebody in the Pro Bowl then. Yeah. yeah if
2: that's- you see a punter running open field, it's open season. Yeah, it's
1: open season. <laughs>
2: that, that was a different dude, man. Yeah, that's
1: what I, that's, everybody says like, I mean, like big shoes to fill, but I mean, I'm not trying to fill nobody's shoes. I'm trying to fill my own shoes. I'm just trying to be better than what I, what I was before.
2: No doubt, man. Sean Taylor was yeah, dog. Oh.
1: something else.
2: That's- Anybody <laughs> listening that has not looked up at his Pro Bowl hit, look it up. That's why they don't hit in the Pro Bowl anymore.
1: Yeah, that punter, man. That was coming.
2: Yeah, but that punter got sent to next Tuesday. Yeah, he
1: did not know it was coming.
0: All right, Q, I got, I got a good one for you here. We live in the same city say I want to watch you play you got one game circled on your high school schedule this year that you would want Butler. everyone to come see you play which Butler. one would it be and why?
1: Butler that's a big time rivalry game we actually won we won last year um we haven't won before that in about like I don't know when since I've been there so I mean the the rivalry is back it's a big time everybody knows independence versus Butler I mean that's a, it's a big time rivalry I was I last um last time I played them I had two interceptions one of them was the game closing interception. And I plan, I plan to do better next year, like this coming up season. So, I mean, that's the game I have circled. I mean, obviously, got to take it week by week. We can't, can't look past any games. But, you know, if anybody wants to come see me play at a certain game, I want it to be bowler.
0: I'll circle it on my calendar. Oh, All yeah. right. We're running out of time here. With We know we got stuff to do. So, let's get to the fun stuff here. We like to ask fun questions, really get some personality to show these fans. Starting things off. You could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive. Doesn't matter who you bring. It.
1: Geno and is and that's it. That's all I need.
0: Probably the best answer we've gotten so oh, far. We've asked yeah. like fifteen people that question. You uh, know he didn't
2: even he didn't even blink with that. He was ready. Oh. It was locked and loaded. He knew his answer. About the same,
1: man. I only need two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. One artist can come play at your birthday party. Who's it going to be?
1: Mm, that's a good one. I'll just say, Little Baby. Very versatile. All
0: right. Usually I ask what the best fast food restaurant is, but because we live in the same place, what is the best place to eat in Charlotte, North Carolina? Cookout. Well, that could have answered the best fast food restaurant question, too. Yep. <laughs>
2: He was sold when he got to Blacksburg and saw a cookout.
1: Yeah, that's I was we went to cookout, I was like, oh my gosh, I was surprised. <laughs> Is that like the only cookout in Virginia or something?
0: I think it's the northernmost cookout in the United States.
1: Yeah, I was I was about to say, what? I was confused, but I mean that 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 I mean that might have sold me too. <laughs> hey. What what's your go-to at cookout? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um it depends on the day, honestly, because I go there, it's like it's two minutes away from my house. So I can walk to cookout. Some days I might get like some hot dogs, uh, burger or some chicken quesadillas. I mean, I get really anything on the menu. I be there a lot, so.
0: Who's your biggest role model in life?
1: Um, even though we're not on the best terms right now, probably my big brother. Um, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate. He wasn't as fortunate when it comes to his recruiting, but I mean, he's still going to college to play ball. That's a blessing. But you know, just just being tough on me, very hard on me. Um, really like a mentor to me.
0: All right, and last one we got for you here. Just lay it out on the line. The fans are listening. What do you have to say to them?
1: I mean, just expect a move you it to come when I come up. I mean, we got Nate, Coach Pryor is building something crazy. I come up there every time. I just got a big smile on my face. It's, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting down to a game this season and just feeling like the intersand man, like, um oh, the lunch pal, all that. Um, it's just a gr- just great day to be hokey.
0: It's a great day to be a Hokey, in DQ. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us, man. No doubt. We'll have that Butler game circled on the calendar here <laughs> in, uh, in my apartment, at least. Definitely. Evan, any final words for the folks at home?
1: I mean, I said just stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned. I like it. Well, hey, folks, thanks for listening to Inside the Tunnel, VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. We got a double interview coming your way. So the episode's not over yet. Stay tuned. Welcome to Inside the Tunnel, brought to you by VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex. Joined today by, once again, the young gun Colby Crawford. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Another day, another dollar. We're back at it. We are back at it indeed. The guests they keep on rolling in, pleased to be joined today by incoming Virginia Tech basketball freshman, Brandon Rexiner. Brandon, how you doing today, man?
3: I'm doing good. Appreciate y'all having me
0: Awesome We're so glad to have you so glad to have you so I gotta I gotta open it up right you search up the name Brandon Recksteiner on Google and the first thing that comes up is a montage of you dropping three pointers right in the face of Bronny James yeah. tell us about that and, and looks like that video's got a uh, quite a few views yeah. you know, obviously, Browning James ain't LeBron just yet, but he's got the profile. What was it like for you when that went
3: viral? Yeah. Um, I didn't know. I didn't think it was gonna go viral, to be honest. I mean, me going into the game. Um, I mean, I was pretty unknown. I mean, I was known around like the area and by like some good, sm- smaller mid major zone. I was unknown basically, and going into the game, I was like, I had nothing to lose. So I was just gonna come out firing. And warm-ups, I didn't feel too good. I was missing shots. I was like, whatever. First play of the game, we looked bad. And I came out, hit a shot, and the next five went up, and I made them, made all of them. And I was just like, after the game, I had a good feeling. Everyone was, like, coming up to me and stuff. And then once I got posted on Slam and then on YouTube, and it had, like, I don't even know how many views, a lot of views, and then I I just blew up. It was crazy, though. Like, going into the, the game, I wasn't trying to, like, do too much you know i was just trying to honestly win but then it just happened to all the hard work paid off at that time really so it, it worked out well
4: yeah so i mean going right along with that right where you are in georgia there's such a crop of talent i mean you also you played against dudes like the number one uh guy in the class isaiah collier you
3: know Jakari harris uh you played for game elite for aau right I played I played um, one session with them. The other sessions I was actually playing Atlanta
1: All-Stars. Yeah, I was about to
4: say, Atlanta All-Stars. But, you know, Game Elite and other AAU teams down there like that, they produce produced dudes like Scoot Henderson, Caleb Washington. And now you see dudes like Steph Curry mentoring, like, Scoot Henderson. So, right. you know, playing down there in Georgia and with Etowah High School, you have so much talent down there. How does that really prepare you for this upcoming ACC schedule? Because you're playing against dudes who are going to go do it at that next level and even beyond.
3: Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm growing up with all these guys. I mean, Scoot, I know Scoop personally. He has a gym right down the street. We've worked out a few times, seen each other around the gym, had runs with each other, like, and all these guys. Growing up, I grew up training uh with Nick Saban. That's Colin Sexton's trainer, so I grew up uh, being around Colin Sexton all the time, like, so I'm always around these top guys, and I had the opportunity to prep this year out to really every top prep school you can name across the country, from SoCal to TSF here in Georgia, really all over. And I was like, why do I have to? Like, Georgia basketball, like, public schools is so good. You got guys, first game of the year, played number one in the country. Then it was, like, Grayson, Green Fort, like, all these top teams. And it's like, I'm just going to stay in, stay in here. It got me ready. I mean, all these guys are so good. Like, everyone's so talented down here. So it works out well. You can get exposure and get ready.
0: Looking at, ultimately, Tech being that destination. Mike Young runs a, I don't want to say unconventional, but a very specific offense. Guys have their role. And, you know, it it seems like the role that you have played to this point in your career is one that will fit in, fit like a glove, as they say, with Coach Young and Blacksburg. When did the interest, whether that be Virginia Tech and you, and then ultimately, you know, that mutual interest, when did that start? How did that develop? You know, how did that relationship come to form?
3: Yeah, so, um, for me, Virginia Tech. Uh, so when I grew up, my dream school. I mean, everyone had their dream school. Mine was Oregon. Growing up, I kind of like got to the realization I'm not going out all the way out there because I'm not. I'm not doing that. So, me and my coach sat down when I was about after my freshman year, and I had no offers. I was really. I mean, I was talented, but I wasn't like a top-ranked guy, even in the state, and. But I always believed in myself and I worked hard. And he told me, he was like, give me your dream school. Like, give me some dream schools. And then you're like, your one school, like, high major that you'd want to go to. And it was Virginia Tech. So, it was always like, and I don't know why. I think was, I really don't know why. I mean, they had, really don't know why I said Virginia Tech. I mean, a lot of the schools and then watching them. And then when Storm got there, I always watched Storm when he was at Walker. Because, I mean, all the coaches would re- compare me to him. Like, the way, he's just his size and stuff. I mean, I grew since then. But. They were just telling me all that, so I had a, a, I had a, um, I liked Virginia Tech back when I was like early sophomore year, and then, but I wasn't getting recruited back then. I was unknown, and then this past like my life changed. I went from having like five offers, and then I got like thirteen in one week, like it was crazy. And then Virginia Tech called me, and Virginia Tech right away. That's why I took my visit so early, and I actually wanted to commit on visit. On the visit but um like all my mentors and my parents didn't want me to just to like fill out the whole recruitment process and then within two weeks i committed after uh the visit like i was ready to go so i'm gonna be honest with you i knew i was going to virginia tech right away and so did every other coach in the country i mean they would kind of text me and be like you're going to vt aren't you and i'd be like i'm trying to see but i knew i was going there
0: so tell us a little bit about your game right you you said that uh local coaches compare you to storm murphy for for those who have you know never seen you play talk about what you bring to the table are, are you a pure spot up shooter do you, you feel like your ball handling skills you know are are up there too kind
3: of give us some insight into what you bring to the table yeah i mean i'm not the biggest guard I'm, I'm in between like six one and six two so i'm not like the biggest guard i'm like 185 but i can uh i can really do it all i mean I prefer to, uh, you know, get my teammates involved early. I hit some obviously I can shoot from anywhere, so like hit some deep threes, get my teammates involved. But I mean, I've been working on getting downhill more, getting to that rim. But I can really, I mean, whatever the team needs to win. Uh, I'm not really trying to go into games. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I want to do this. Kind of just let the game come to me, and I think you can see that with my play. I'm pretty throughout the season. I'm pretty uh, consistent, being I mean, like 18 and seven and stuff like that. So.
4: Yeah, 100%. I mean, you cut on the tape, you see you can score at all three levels, Uh, elite passer. I mean, I think this last year, you averaged 18 points, five rebounds, five assists. And then when you came off of your injury, because you had a minor injury this your senior year, you had like a three game stretch where you're averaging like 27 and seven,
3: which is incredible. So Yeah, I I started hooping like first game, I, I come out there firing, I played terrible. And then I think that injury helped me a little bit. I mean, it was just minor. I missed a few games, but kind of sat back and relaxed. And I was like, when I get back, I'm turning up. And I got back and I turned up, like, and then we just started rolling. We were we were 0-5. We came back. We only lost, like, two games in the entire 2023.
4: Yeah, I was about to say, because a big thing, I mean, Etowah, like, y'all had an incredible season. You took them all the way to the 6A Final Four. I mean, that, that's a big step for that program. Obviously, you were 6A Player of the Year, first team All-State. Massive accolades, especially for all the talent in Georgia. What does that mean to you to just yeah. bring a team and
3: just really float others around you? It means a lot because everybody was telling me, "Oh, like even during the season, I had prep schools reaching out, like you're not gonna, you're not, you're, them guys at Edgewell, they're not doing it for you, like." And I was just like, "Why?" So like, and they were like, "You're not gonna be able to do this. Like your ranking is not gonna go up." Like blah blah blah. And yeah, my ranking did drop a little bit. Is like. That stuff doesn't matter to me. For me to bring Etowah to a Final Four, which has never been done in school history, like, it means a lot because I've been at Etowah my whole life. So all them accolades, I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't feel good because it's real good to have, be recognized like that. But I'm just glad to have done that for Etowah and my teammates and myself.
0: As you head to Blacksburg, Greg, right? During that process, was there any specific player that you formed a relationship with, anything along those lines?
3: Um, players? Not really, I mean, not like specifically. I mean, when I was on on my visit, I was kind of with like the freshman guys and then Couture and then me and Sean texted briefly like on text, but I'm cool with all the guys, like we're in a group chat together. But I mean, one person I'll say, I'm definitely looking forward to like learning under is Hunter Couture year before i get before i he leaves so it was wasn't really too many players like i'm gonna be honest once vt called me i knew i was going there like i had a crystal ball on 24 7 before i even committed i mean before i even out had, had an offer so yeah it was no question. i didn't care who was really there i mean i trusted coach young and he believed in me so it was easy for me
4: 100 percent. i'm sure you and hunter will be in the lab pre- uh perfecting that stroke here this uh upcoming year exactly so i mean You've had so many great mentors, but you won the MVP at obviously Dame Lillard's uh, Formula Zero camp. And I mean, another notable name who won MVP there is North Carolina. I mean, well, now Michigan guard Caleb Love. So, I mean, what did that mean to you to get like such high praise from a dude who's been doing it for so long in the NBA like Dame?
3: I mean, I'm not going to lie. That whole camp, like, I I was committed at the time, but I was still unknown. Nobody knew who I was. And um, I went out there and like, I'm seeing all these guys, I mean I don't fear no one. I'm seeing all these guys that are like everyone on there is like on, on an NBA uh draft like the the um the NBA draft like people to look at. And I'm probably like five people that are not on there. And everyone out there is like nice and I'm going out there, I'm just making a name for myself and I get there and first first day we scrimmage like I'm hooping, like standing out, like killing. And then I, we had three-point contests. I beat – uh, I won a three-point contest, beat Marcus Sasser, went head-to-head with Dame. He had beat me, of course, but that's the goal next year. I'm going to try to beat him. I don't know if I can. But but going out there, like, that changed my life. Like, at that, that – I mean, I, I always have the confidence in myself, but when I went out there, it really, like, showed, like, I can I belong with all these top-ranked guys. So that was a good camp for real.
0: Anyone in specific you you model your game after?
3: Um, uh, yeah. Uh I mean, I like to watch a lot of Peyton because 'cause we're probably about the same size. I think he's about 6'1", 6'2". So I like to watch a lot of Peyton Pritchard. I mean, all a lot of the coaches that like recruited me, like, especially on the West Coast, recruited me, were always always like, You need to watch Peyton Pritchard. You need to watch Peyton Pritchard. So some and I always watch him because I I was an Oregon fan. So but then obviously like the guys like C P three, Steph Curry. I like I love Steph Curry. Kyrie but definitely someone like Peyton Pritchard to Jalen Brunson stuff like that
4: awesome you know you, you say that you're you were under recruited but you I mean you're just a hard-nosed guy and that runs in your family you know it seems everyone in your family is the most athletic person ever your dad's uh, and his brother were obviously famous uh Hall of Fame WWE superstars the Steiner brothers um, and then your brother's place tight end at Jacksonville State, and then your cousin yeah. made it to the NFL for a brief time. I mean, it seems right. everyone in your family is just pushing the envelope and what can be done. How does that encourage you and your tenacity in it,
3: the way you attack basketball? Yeah. I mean, so I'm the only basketball player in my family, but like I would say, one thing about everyone being so well known in my family is like it keeps you humble and it makes you work hard. Like, I mean, I just had to work out with DDP, a uh, Hall of Fame wrestler, too. Like, just got back. Um, we, Me and my whole family went over there to work out at his house. Like, so I'm always around these guys, like, these really known guys. So it keeps you humble. But, like, it really makes you work hard. I mean, you got my dad is super famous, but still, like, does the regular stuff. He's, like, super hard nose, And he just instilled that in me, like, to just work hard. I mean, like, everyone in my family just works so hard. And it shows that's why they're all where they are. And I'm just trying to get there to make a name for myself. I mean, cousin was in the NFL uh, and my dad were WWE. So I got to make a name for myself and go further than them.
4: You know, this summer, are you only going to stay in the gym? Or are you going to find some time to get down there to Lake Alatoona, you know, relax a little bit before it really hits the grind? Are you are you staying in the gym?
3: I'm in the gym. I, I go up to VT um, on Saturday. This coming up Saturday. I'm going earlier. And. I'm there. I we get fourth of July off, but I'm going up to Michigan visit some family up there. So I'm just gonna be in the gym. Um once I get up there, I'm gonna try to get in with Hunt. Uh and then he's gonna try to get in the gym. I mean, I'm in business holidays. My main goal is just to make an impact my freshman year. I'm not expecting anything, just go in there and work hard and learn from the older guys and I wanna do something special with VC and I, I know we can and we did uh two years ago they won the ACC just trying to do as many as those as I
4: can while I'm there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it seems like you got the right mindset. You know, team first guy, you play hard, and you're not scared to go against anyone, especially and that's going to come in big coming in as a freshman, and you're ready to just play. I mean, and
3: I think that is exciting for all fans and just a great way to look at it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to meet some fans at VTV. I know they're crazy. Like, I can't wait to get up there, really. Like, it's going to be weird leaving home, but. Like, I cannot wait. Like, I know VT, Blacksburg, I heard he gets crazy up there, so I'm ready.
4: Yeah, Castle, Castle Coliseum will be packed out, ready, screaming. So, it, it's a one yeah. hell of an environment.
3: Yeah, I can't wait.
4: Well,
0: Brandon, we don't want to take too much of your time here. We know you're a busy guy. And, of course, you're heading up to Blacksburg on Saturday, uh, plenty of work to do. But you got any final message for uh, Hokie Nation, uh, you know, before uh, you head up to Blacksburg?
3: Yeah, I mean, I would just say – we're gonna do something special this year. Uh, whether I'm gonna to try to make an impact as much as I can, but me and the rest of the guys, we're gonna do something special, and we work hard. So we're gonna uh try to bring you all an ACC championship.
0: Brandon, thank you so much for joining us, man. We look forward to seeing you in the orange and maroon.
3: Yes, sir. Can't wait. Thank you.
0: Brandon Reichsteiner, the newest hokey or soon to be the newest Hokie suiting up for mike young and his squad i'm andrew alex he's colby crawford we thank you for listening catch you next time as always go Hokies